Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We're joined this afternoon with uh, some uh, very, very special guests uh, that are joining us uh, here in the studio. Uh, we are joined because the International League T20, otherwise known as the uh, the DP World ILT20, as of this morning, is the UAE's very own T20 Cricket League, which is set to create unprecedented cricketing excitement for fans in both the UAE and also around the world. Uh, we are joined in studio by Zayed Abbas, a member of the Emirates Cricket Board, and also Mike Fordham, Head of League Operations. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming in to TSB. Great to have you here. It's our pleasure. Thanks for having us. I mean, you must be the VIPs because uh, you've got the, the fresh tea before you've even said a word. I know. The royal treatment. Lovely. It's an exciting time for you. The big tournament does start. It's coming up January 13. But talk us through this big announcement today with the partnership with DP World. Yeah, well, we're, we're very pleased about that. Absolutely delighted. It's been a lot of hard work by the team um, getting that deal over the line. It's a big step for the league. Yeah. So we uh, we clearly wanted to get a big brand on board as, as a title partner. And it's important for us that it's a, a local brand from the UAE, but also one that has a lot of global reach and global credibility given what they've done in other sports. Yeah, well, traditionally they work with golf a lot, DP Worlds, but what yeah. what what was this tournament attractive for them? Why was it attractive? I think it'd be a, a number of things, really. You know, projecting the UAE globally, internationally, and you know, it's in the name, the International League T20. Uh, DP World want to project themselves to a, to a global audience. Yeah. They have done a little bit in cricket before. They they were associated with one of the IPL teams, Royal Challengers Bangalore, when that was uh, that event was held here. But this is obviously a major sponsorship for them and uh, you know, a huge milestone for us as a league. So thanks a lot to DP World. It's great to have big partners like that. Uh, Zayed, you're working with uh, so many of the players with the Emirates Cricket Board. You are with the players uh, going to Australia. Uh, how was the experience being a part of a, a T20 World Cup in Australia? Well, uh, of course, it was an honour for us to, to be there uh, with, the, with the UAE cricket team. And uh, I've done it before, even in 2015, when we went to the 50 over. 50 over yeah. tournament, yes. Yes, so um, this time it was very special, really. And, you know, it was the first time that we, we won a match against uh, Namibia. Um, so <coughs> I, w I would say that the, the team that we had this time with us is, is a team that we're looking forward to and I think they have a bright future to represent UAE 
at uh, greater heights. Well, this is what's, what's so remarkable because whilst there will be 84 international players, we've got 24 UAE-based players. Uh, they're going to be playing and also mixing with uh, some of the greats in the world. Um, how is the excitement with a lot of these players that suddenly there's an opportunity to be playing uh, you know, alongside great names like Andre Russell in a T20 league in their home country? Exactly. I mean, in the past, we used to always, uh, you know, encourage our players to, to play the local leagues and, you know, to have a good names for the selection. But now uh, you're talking about another level where they will be they will be maybe selected by bigger teams for uh, other international leagues. So definitely this is a great opportunity for them. Um, and it's 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 uh, it's it's their career basically, and they're all professionals. And they get the opportunity to play in front of family and friends and their home crowd. It's going to be a, a remarkable tournament. If you do want to get more details, the website is ilt20.ae. Uh, Mike, in your role of head of league operations, it's incredibly tough to to run a league like this, let alone set one up that's never been there. New clubs, new owners. How are you looking at uh, marketing each team uh, to a fan base? Because it's it's hard <coughs> when you hear. We've got cricket play. We know how popular cricket is. Yeah. How do you think players or certain fans are going to be able to align themselves to certain clubs? Well, you're, you're right. I mean, there's a huge interest in cricket here. That's one of the, I think, the really exciting factors. And clearly we've seen the big success of events like ICC tournaments, the Asia Cup earlier this year, the IPL has been held here a couple of times. Yeah. But this is obviously different in that it's an event that's going to take place every single year in the UAE, same time every year. And we want the six teams in this league to establish a local following a local fan base and when you look at who the teams are in this league it's a really interesting mix so we've got three teams that are part of IPL teams so Mumbai Indians the Knight Riders and uh, Delhi Capitals who have the mm. Dubai Capitals here in Dubai and then there's three other teams outside the IPL sphere I think it's really exciting to have that mix one of those is um, uh, the is part of the Glazer group uh, the Desert Vipers with the Desert La- Vipers. Lancer Capital yes. Lancer Capital I know you've had Tom and Phil from Desert Vipers on the show before and you know the, the reach that those guys bring and the, the expertise from other sports uh, is really exciting and obviously, we have two other fantastic franchises as well. Uh, the Adani Group with Gulf Giants and Capri Global with Sharjah Warriors. So it's really exciting to help these teams establish their identity locally. Clearly, we've got three teams in the league which are named after the three cities and then three which are sort of non-city specific who'll play their games across the Was that a stadium. strategic policy? It was, yeah. We, we yeah, Obviously, we've got three fantastic venues here in the UAE, three great stadiums in Dubai, Abu Dhabi and Sharjah. Um, so three teams were going to always going to be specifically affiliated directly with those three uh, th- those three venues, and then the other three Dubai Capitals, uh, sorry Desert Vipers, I think they see themselves yeah. largely being from Dubai, but obviously going to play a game in Sharjah, and then um, the Gulf Giants play games across Sharjah and uh, Sharjah and Dubai as well. It, it's a fantastic time of year. We've seen uh, the the support uh, for the for the FIFA World Cup in Qatar, that there's a huge appetite for live sport in this region. And now finally we've got not just a, a fantastic tournament like the IPL come here, but that's still an Indian league. Yeah. Now we've got the UAE have got something uh, to own. Uh, Zayed, your work at the Emirates Cricket Boards, um, it must be a, a real sense of pride uh, that Emirates Cricket Board now has their own International League T20. Absolutely. You know, it's been a very long journey. Um, how, how, how long has the journey been? When, when did this idea first spark up? Well, discussions uh, uh, used to happen all the time, you know, but we never really clicked, you know, and this is it, basically, the ILT20. Um, of course, I mean, it, it's, it's a very challenging uh, uh, journey, and you have to do a lot to make this happen. 
and of course uh, Mike can tell you even more about it yeah, well, when you look at this, Mike, it's 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 phenomenal to get to this point so quickly. But when we look back in in February when the tournament's over, what are some of the key benchmarks that you're looking for to ensure that it's been successful? I think it's a number of things. I mean, one of the things we're focusing on at the moment is trying to get as many people in the venues as possible, so as many people can enjoy the action and become fans of these teams. Uh, so there's a big push at the moment on on ticket sales, and you'll see a lot of marketing activity. And they're cheap, so they they start at twenty dirhams, children at ten dirhams. Yeah, and that's a major a major objective of ours to make it affordable, to make it family friendly. Uh, you're, you're right, the tickets for all venues start at twenty dirhams just 10 for kids um we know that you know there's a lot of games in a short space of time so you know we, we need to be creative with our marketing um and that's why we've made it affordable we want this to appeal to a big cross-section of society all sorts of people you know the ua is an amazing melting pot of cultures and we want this to be something which everybody can come and enjoy yeah but i guess the other the other big objectives clearly we want it to be attractive on the uh the television viewership back in india so we have a a big uh, global TV rights deal with Z, um, who will be screening the games in India as well as sub-licensing the rest of the world. But then, you know, those, that's a very sort of commercial marketing terminology. We have cricketing objectives as well. So we mentioned the, the impact on UAE players, the fact that we've got 24 UAE players, two in every match, match day 11 with each team. We want this to have a big impact on cricket here, uh, both in terms of a development opportunity for the current UAE players, but also inspiring young kids here to, to take the, take up the game, to watch the game. And, and Which is the key thing as always, it's aspiring that next generation. Uh, we've got a question that's come through on 0586861003. I'm looking forward to the tournament. Will you still have the zinger bales that light up? <laughs> Are they going to be in? We will, we will. Uh, the look you know, from Zayed's quite confused there. You know, that's uh, an exciting part of the game. It's been a little bit controversial occasionally and sometimes the bales... Some people say they don't come up when they should they're, do. They're, they're bales that light up sometimes but when we, they're removed. Yeah, so they will be here, okay, great. flown over from Australia. Yeah. Um, so they will be arriving and yeah, you'll have them in every game. They're heavier, aren't they? Supposedly not, but you know, some say that it, it, occasionally the bales can be harder to dislodge, but I'm sure we won't have any controversies in our... In the, DP World ILT20. Well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, as we said, it's now the DP World ILT20. It starts on January the 13th. And here on TSB, uh, we're in conversation with Mike Fordham, the head of league operations, and Zayed Abbas, who is a member of the Emirates Cricket Board. If you do have any questions, you can let us know. 0586861003. Zayed, we know how much work has been going into this tournament, which is going to be starting. Uh, but it's also great, not only for the fans, but... For many of the players, um, uh, we were just discussing off air, uh, the, the Zambian player, David Visa, was so well in the World Cup, both here, a year later in Australia. He's been in the IPL, and he's an example of a player who now gets a tremendous opportunity to play in world-class grounds in a world-class setup and, and continue furthering their career. That's right. You know, on the 21st of October, when we played uh, in the Cricket World Cup against Namibia, David Visa was there, and everyone was saying, we need to get this guy out. He's yeah. a great player. He plays for IPL. You know, we wanna we want our players to be in that position one day, and I'm sure after the DP World ILT20, we will have such names on the world uh, class level. Hey, for people who are looking to get tickets, uh, they're going to be on sale uh, within the next couple of days. And one of the great things that people want to get there certainly is that first match on the 13th of January. But you've also got Jason Derulo. What a superstar to have! Yeah, so we've got a, an opening ceremony on the 13th of, of January. January. Yeah, uh, we've got Sorry. Jason Derulo, obviously from the US, and then a, also a massive star from India, Badshah, who's a, 
massive rapper. I'm, I'm sure you're a fan. He's um, <laughs> well, you gave me all these records. Well, so, yeah. he, well, and he's he's actually written the official ILT20 anthem, which you'll be able to see on our social channels, which is going. Which yes, we've been playing week. it regularly, actually. I know you guys have been playing yeah. it. It's proving quite a big hit. So he'll be performing as will Jason Derulo. So that will hopefully get us off to a really exciting start, hopefully in front of a packed crowd at Dubai Stadium. Yeah. So Dubai, Dubai Capitals, and the Abu Dhabi Night Riders, and yeah, you talk <laughs> about uh, the facilities of, of the cricket grounds. Uh, Zayed Stadium in Abu Dhabi, you've got the Dubai International Stadium, also Sharjah, which has got so much history, so much international cricket has been played in that stadium. Uh, Zayed, has the infrastructure changed? Have you had to upgrade any of the facilities, any of the dressing rooms to, to get ready for the tournament? For sure. Um, all three stadiums, uh, Sharjah, Dubai and Abu Dhabi, have upgraded their uh, facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, even they have increased the capacity of the stadium, the seating capacity. Um, this was way before uh, the World Cup. Even before the IPL was uh, was hosted in uh, in the UAE uh, a couple of years ago, so they were basically prepared for for such big events, and uh, definitely it was successful. Uh, they were able to accommodate the the numbers that uh, was planned, and I believe uh, we've got a lot of great feedback from the uh, event organizers and the hosts. Yeah. yeah, I think that's one of the really appealing things about cricket in this part of the world. Those three stadiums that you mentioned, they're all fantastic. They've all got their own unique charms. Cricketers have played them a fair bit over the last few years in these big tournaments, and they love coming here. You know, They love the facilities, superb practice facilities. The hotels are great. So it's such an appealing destination for top-class cricketers yeah. to come, that's, which is one of the reasons this is an appealing tournament. I, for them. I think last year when many of the players uh, had to go into lockdown, I think they were quite excited about having to spend two weeks in some of the hotels across the UAE. Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're amazing. You know, a lot of the cricketers come here on holiday. Yeah. Some are here at the moment, in fact. Yeah. Um, well, well we, we, we asked Tom Moody that. We, we, we said, uh, if someone goes out injured, are you just going to pull Chris Gale off a boat party somewhere? <laughs> well, and yeah, bring him in? I think he's been here. I think he was in Qatar last week. Yeah. So maybe, you never know. Uh, he's enjoying himself. But that, but that is one of the other attractive things uh, about this for uh, so many players, particularly in the Northern Hemisphere, to come to the Emirates, to come to the UAE, Perfect weather, um, great facilities. It, it's it's attractive. Well, not only for uh, for players, but when you think about uh, how much of the world's population is only within a four hour flight, it's a great opportunity to make your way here for a couple of days to enjoy the cricket. Uh, you know, it's 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 a lot of hard work behind it. It's a, it's a team effort. Uh, you know, uh, the, the the organizers, uh, the the stadiums, and the authorities. Mm-hmm. They all work together hand in hand. And, and they make sure that every single aspect is met and up to the highest standards. So and this is why I, w- I would say that the, the players, uh, from the time they arrive in the airport and, uh, and until they you know, uh, go back, it's, it's a very smooth experience for them. One of the hardest things uh, you're doing with the, the tournament going from the 13th of January uh, to the 12th of February, I mean, the amount of games, uh, it, it's going to be what, 35 games, I think 34. you've got 34 yeah. games. Yeah. How hard is the scheduling to get it all right? Scheduling's always a challenge with these leagues. I've, I've been involved in a few different cricket leagues over the world over the years, and people never quite understand how complicated it can be. It's not just trying to get it balanced from a sporting perspective. You've got to get the right balance. How, how, how long does it take? It takes several weeks because then you need to take feedback from, from different stakeholders. You need to make it work from the broadcast perspective. You need to make it as economical as possible from moving TV crew around and things like that. So it's complicated. The most important thing is getting it 
right in terms of fa- sporting fairness so teams have the same number of games over over a similar and, period and certain rest equal rest periods equal rest and... periods equal games you know at weekends compared to the week we've got a few games in the day so we didn't want to have too many teams having too many day games so it's a complicated uh, project but Salman our tournament director has done a fantastic job in getting that over the line and and getting a schedule that the stakeholders are pretty happy yeah, with I think that almost everyone's happy with I think pretty much, <laughs> pretty much everyone's happy I hope I, I would say, you know, UAE Cricket has earned its uh, trust um, as an event organizer. Um, we've done it before and we'll do it again even better. I, I think you're quite right there. Yeah. It's an attractive for a lot of players. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. To come and do a tournament where you say, we've had a World Cup final. Um, we've had IPL, we've had Asia Cup, exactly. we've had the most uh, you know fanatical fans uh, that are ever seen. Especially, we were in commentary for some of the India-Pakistan matches, and, and yeah. the scenes are like no other sporting fans on earth. It's extraordinary, and I, I guess that's that's really attractive as a way to try and buy into so many of the multicultural aspect of Dubai to get them to the games. Yeah, I mean, Asia Cup was amazing. I was, I was, it was at quite a few games actually, not just India-Pakistan. The Sri Lanka games were great. The Afghanistan games were great. And actually, we've got a lot of players from those two countries, Sri Lanka and Afghanistan. So we hope a lot of the fans who came for the Asia Cup for those games will come out for DP yep. World IT20. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Hasaranga play. He's always been one of my favourites. Any, any favourite players you're looking forward to seeing, Zayat? You, I mean, you mentioned uh, David Visa. You must be playing. But also, I guess most of the local, local Emirati players you'd be looking forward to seeing. Def- definitely. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I'm aiming for, along with the board. It's actually our vision to you know develop those uh, those talents that we have and even encourage the juniors to uh, fight for their position in the in the men's team and uh, i would say uh, you know this is the best uh, the best place for them to 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 showcase their talents 24 players yeah, yeah for me i think it's i'm excited about seeing how the ua guys get on particularly you know learning from people like you know Trent Bolt Andre Russell you mentioned Hasaranga, Dwayne Bravo, Kieran Pollard, Moen Ali, David Milan, Chris Wokes, you know, a lot of big names from around the world. Um, but I also hope we're going to see a few maybe lesser names coming through. You know, we've got two other players in addition to the UAE players from each team from ICC Associate Nations. So okay. We've got, I think, three players from Scotland, one from the USA, a couple of others from Namibia, one from Oman. So that's quite a unique element to this league as well compared to other T20 leagues. Because it also puts them in the shop window for other T20 leagues, doesn't it? Exactly. And, you know, those guys will be looking looking for opportunities in other leagues. But, you know, this is this is in its in itself is a good opportunity for them. That You know, they're getting paid pretty well, these guys. It's, it's you know, one doesn't like to talk about money too much, but it's the second highest 
uh, salary cap of any league now in the world here. So that's an appealing element. And you're right, you know, particularly with three IPL teams affiliated with this, this could be a shot window opportunity for some of these guys. You know, the, the tournament, and we've spoken so much about... Uh, the UAE players that are going to be there, the associate nations that have got players. But we can't really go pa- past some of the superstars that are going to be there. I'm just seeing uh, the news came through yesterday. Sunil Nareem is going to be the captain of the Abu Dhabi Knight Riders. And how important is it when you're running a T20 league to ensure that you get the best people and these, these, these big-name players? Yeah, obviously it's, it's very important for, for two reasons, really. One is, most important one, is the quality of the cricket. You know, when you're putting together a sports event, yeah. the critical thing is the sport itself is is exciting and fantastic because if you get that right then the rest follows the fans follow the, the commercial returns follow so yeah you need the you need the good quality of players there to make the cricket good but you also need them for the for the marketing um to, to kind of pin your advertising campaigns around so you know getting people like narayan and some of the others i mentioned uh, was a, a big coup for the league and there seems to be a big uh, english contingent i know moe and ali's coming out here as, as one of them and and uh, is that due to the proximity you know they haven't been traveling to australia quite often to do the BBL or some of the other tournaments? Is it just literally perhaps the proximity to home? It's a combination of a few things, really. I mean, there's still a few English guys playing in the BBL, but as I mentioned earlier, this is a very appealing place for people from from any country to come, but particularly the UK. As you say, it's quite close. They bring their families. It's a nice place to visit. But it's fallen this year in in quite a nice window when England don't have too many international commitments. Quite often England are playing test cricket in Australia, you know, over the Christmas period. Uh, or South Africa or someone like yeah. that but when England I say we I am English <laughs> we're, we're not this year um, so it's fallen for quite a good window there and, and I think just the, the, the proposition of this league and some of the investors and team owners we've got there some of the coaches we've got there it's clearly struck a chord with the English players and I think we've got I think there's about 15 England players uh, playing in this tournament. Has there ever been a concern that there is some T20 fatigue within a lot of the fans? We're on the back of two World Cups in two years. The market's had uh, IPLs. You've had Asia Cups. Uh, there's BB, There's tournaments going on consistently. Is that a concern when you're putting together a program like this? It, it can be. Um, you know, there, As you mentioned, there has been a lot of T20 cricket. And there are other leagues coming up in other parts of the world. There's there's one starting in the US next year. Uh, there's a new league starting in Europe, in, in Ireland and Scotland in the summer, uh, the, the the European summer. So there are there is a lot of cricket around, but it is what fans want. It seems you know, particularly in this part of the world and in the Indian subcontinent, the appetite for fans for for T20 cricket is very high. And um, you know, I think we've we come at a good time in the year for player availability, and uh, hopefully the um, you know, the, the interest from fans will follow. No, I think it certainly will. Uh, we know the tournament is going to be starting on January the 13th. It's a 34-match event. Uh, there's six franchise teams. And uh, Zayeda, uh, can I ask you which of the six teams you're, you're most looking to support? Do you have a favourite amongst the six? Yeah. Can you say which you one it is? Yeah. Yeah, who do you think it is? Of the six. We'll, we'll, we'll run through them. There's the Abu Dhabi Knight Riders, uh, the Desert Vipers, Dubai Capitals, Golf Giants, the MI Emirates, as we know, have the affiliation with the, uh, with the Mumbai Indians and the, the Sharjah Warriors. Dubai Capitals. Any reason why? I'm from Dubai. You're a Dubai boy. <laughs> See, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that is really interesting for a lot of children of expats that are here have often supported their parents' national sides and they've often supported the teams uh, that their parents have supported. But now if you were born here to expat parents, for the first time you've actually got a sporting team that's your own that you can support. It must be attractive for many fans. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's that's one of the big things for us. This is you know the UAE's own event, which will come back every single year. 
it might take a bit of time. We, we recognize that to establish itself, but you saw that with the IPL. Those were new franchises when yeah. that started in 2008. And now, you know, teams like Mumbai Indians, Chennai Super Kings are the biggest entertainment brands in India. And I think that over time that can happen in this country too. It's not just going to be cricket. There's also the opening ceremony on the 13th. It's going to be featuring some uh, incredible superstars. Uh, we know uh, the opening ceremony uh, will be featuring uh, the work of Jason Derulo. But uh, uh, what's happening in regards to activations? Will there be other activations for fans in and around the tournaments? There will be, yeah. We, we want it to be a, you know, a really fun event for people to visit. So there'll be a lot going on, a lot of kind of family activities around the around the venues. You know, it's a great time of year in times in terms of the weather. So we hope fans will come and you know enjoy enjoy some food and enjoy an evening out. Um, there'll be other entertainment at every at every venue. So there'll be music, there'll be cheerleaders, everything like that. Yeah. Um, you know, our partners will be doing things, activations in the, in the venues to entertain the entertain the fans. So it'll be an all round entertainment experience that will hopefully appeal to you know not just the absolute hardcore cricket fans, but but to everybody really. And whilst there is a, a lot of work that's going on uh, right across the Emirates Cricket Board, uh, Zayed, there must be some friendly competition between some of the Emirates to make sure that you know their sides or their stadiums outperform the other ones. Some healthy competition. Well, uh, of course, all the stadiums are always. Uh uh, improving and they're always working hard to make it better. Uh, I would say that the competition should be in this event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. If you've got yeah. more questions, uh, you can let us know. It's 0586861003. Credible 34 match competition on the 13th of January. Uh, one thing uh, we do want to discuss, and it's of great importance, obviously, uh, is the trophy. Uh, now, uh, you were just commenting there before, Mike, that it was it was Thomas Light who designed the trophy, and there was well, something like 28, 27 different designs you went through before you settled on the, the final one. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It was a you know it was a, a long process, and Thomas Light uh, produced the trophy. Who are famous trophy manufacturers from England who make the FA Cup and um, the Rugby World Cup, amongst others. Oh, I've heard of them. Um, so yes, there was a long, uh, long process. There's quite a quite a story and a narrative behind the trophy. We wanted it to be something that could become quite iconic in the world of cricket, the world of sport. Uh, and I think you made the, the comment off air that yeah. Clive Lloyd said, what was it he said about a trophy? Well, he, he said you want a trophy that when you hold up, you, you can't see your head. Yeah, so it's, it's achieved the that. The other person can't see Yeah, head. so it's it's 830 millimetres tall, which is represents the 830 metres of the, um, the uh, Burj Al Khalifa. Um, it is 12.2 kilos uh, in weight, and that represents obviously the National Day of the UAE, 12th of December, and it's got a lot of you know depictions on it of iconic uh, images from the UAE, such as the the seven seven sand dunes and various other things and like seven that. Emirates, the seven Emirates, seven Emirates, seven lines of sand, yeah, exactly. Um, so yes, it's it's a beautiful piece of. Uh, piece of uh, um, silverware and uh, yeah we're, it's going to be exciting to see that lifted for the first time on February 12th and uh, Zayed you're, you're very passionate about this you're quite proud of the trophy design aren't you yes that's yeah. right you know lots of cultural elements to it and historic elements like uh, Mike mentioned the Burj Khalifa uh, the UAE National Day and also it has an engraving of Jebel Jais, which is the tallest peak in the UAE. Of course. Yeah. And uh, the, but there's even something to do with the falcon diving. Is that yes. the, the the inspiration yes. so the, of the, the body? The sort of silhouette of the trophy is is the, the handles is, is the uh, the teardrop sh shape of the falcon diving to represent the the national bird. Of I the didn't realise so much work goes into a trophy. It's extraordinary. So it's that that tear, teardrop shaped symbol uh, that's there, and you've obviously, as we said, the the falcon is there. As we know, it's the Emirates, uh, uh, the Emirates National Board. Uh, 
a national bird. How long was it take to to design this? How long did the process go through from? I think it took you know several months um, and then several more months in the in the actual manufacturing process in the the silversmiths in London. Um, so yeah, a lot of work and a lot of love went into it, but uh, we're you know pretty thrilled with the, yeah. the result. And we launched the trophy at a big event uh, in Dubai a couple of months ago with all the team owners there, and feedback's been pretty good. And we hope it'll become a, a coveted trophy in the game. Yeah, it definitely. It's I think it's a reflection of uh, the UAE that they'll be able to make an extraordinary trophy like this that is distinct uh, in sport that people you know, want to see this. And that's important because when you think of big sporting events, we were talking about this off air, it's iconic what, what the Ashes looks like, what the Wimbledon plate looks like. And uh, now we've got something here, Zayad, which really stands alongside all the great trophies in world sport. You know, the UE uh, international events has always had iconic trophies, always had trophies that represents the culture, you know, and the heritage. So this time, uh, the ILT20 is going to be uh, exceptional. Yeah, no, it, it is going to be incredible. Tickets are available. Uh, they're on sale in just a couple of days. That website is ilt20.ae. Uh, the tickets start from just 20 dirhams. Uh, the children's uh, tickets also start from 10 dirhams. Uh, there's the hashtag A League Apart. T- talk me through this, Mike. We're trying to get much more you know, f- um, activity in terms of the multicultural base and get people hashtagging. Yeah, so A, a League Apart just means it's a Separates it's a from everything else. Separates from the part, stands out from stands yeah. out from the rest. So... We hope people will get behind that as a, as a slogan, as a hashtag, and um, we will be known for, for being a league apart. Yeah, no, hopefully we will. We definitely will be competing on that 34-match event, that first event on January the 13th. If you do want to get tickets, it's ILT20. You can Google it and find out more details. But also, uh, the opening ceremony is going to be just extraordinary, as we know that it's a... Well, it's going to be featuring uh, featuring Jason Derulo. And also, who's, who's the, the Bollywood superstar is going to be there? Badsha. Badsha. And you're a converted fan, aren't you? Well, I've spent a lot of time in India over the years, so yeah, I, I like my Bollywood. And, but, you know, I think this is a pretty yeah. good pretty good anthem he's produced yeah. and uh, looking forward to seeing him in action on 13th of January. Yeah, definitely. Zayed, you, you'll be there on the first night? For sure. And you, you, and we, you, you made the declaration it's the Dubai Capitals they are going to be your side. Uh, right. what, what do you think their chances are of making it through to the final? I'll let you know when the tournament starts. Okay, <laughs> he's very, being very coy. Do you have a team as well, Mike? I don't think I'm I mean, allowed to you must do. support a team. A couple of my favourite players are in action. Okay, that's my, my favourite England player, Mo and Ali, is, yeah. is playing for Sharjah Warriors, but I'm not allowed to support a team. Okay, you just want to support the England players. Exactly. I think, I, look, I, I didn't have a team, but considering that... Uh, Tom Moody came in here. He said to me, you've got to support us. And I was like, well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> well, Tom's a, Tom's a nice guy and a, a friend of the league. So you, yeah. know, you, you can support them. That's fine. Uh, well, and he's exceptional. And uh, how, much, how important is it to, to have these big names? Tom Moody, someone who's coached Sri Lanka to World Cup finals, IPL success. Um, how hard is it to get that first signature across the line for that credibility? Because you know if you get one or two big signatures, the rest follow. Yeah, it, it, well, that was all down to the teams, really. So once yeah. the teams were um, sold and, and those teams were lined up, pretty much the first thing that most of them did was sign up their head coaches or their directors of cricket. And, you know, this is a credible tournament, and that's backed up by the fact that we've got people like Tom Moody yeah. on board. And, you know, we, we talked earlier about the impact we hope this will have on UAE players playing with the world's best cricketers. But... Some of the coaches we've got are going to be fantastic for those young UAE players as well. People like Moody, Andy Flower, 
Phil Simmons, uh, Shane Bond from New Zealand. So lots of top coaches will, will be over here as well. Yeah, Phil Simmons is wrapping up his time as the West Indies coach. He's probably going to come over here and have a bit more success. Well, he's, with, he's with Zahid's team, um, <laughs> Dubai Capitals. So it'll be it'll be exciting. There's a lot of West Indies players here. So yeah, I think and Phil will go well. Brings a lot of flair. Always a crowd favourite. So Mike Fordham, the head of league operations, and Zahid Abbas, a member of the Emirates Cricket Board. Uh, thank you very much for coming in for the for the past hour. Congratulations on all of your success so, so far. And uh, we know it's going to be a huge event on January the 13th. Thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us and uh, look forward to seeing you at a game or two. We will definitely be there at more than one, I think. More details, ilt20.ae for the DP World ILT20. Tickets go on sale on just a couple of days, in just a couple of days, and we'll give you uh, more updates on Talk 100.3. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.